ബിസ്മില്ലാഹിറഹ്മാനിറഹീം അൽഹംദുലില്ലാഹിറബ്ബിലാലമീൻ വസ്സലാത്തു വസ്സലാമു അലാ സയ്യിദിൽ അംബിയായി വൽ മുർസലീൻ വഅലാ ആലിഹി വഅസ്ഹാബിഹി അജ്മഈൻ അല്ലാഹുമ്മ സല്ലി അലാ സയ്യിദിനാ മുഹമ്മദ് വഅലാ ആലി സയ്യിദിനാ മുഹമ്മദ് കമാ സല്ലൈതാ അലാ ഇബ്രാഹീമ വഅലാ ആലി ഇബ്രാഹീമ ഇന്നക ഹമീദും മജീദ് അല്ലാഹുമ്മ അൽഹിംനാ മറാശിദാ ഉമൂരിനാ in the chapter of At-Tahdhir min al-Fitan that how Allah's Nabi warned the Ummah of trials and tribulations that will come upon all so we'll discuss one narration Nabi spoke about a very broad principle of how this world will go through different stages, different periods, different eras And each error will come with its fitan. There was going to be no error. Hazrat Muna Yusuf Rahimullah most likely it was him who used to say that at that time in India when the animal had to get its water to drink so the place that they used to bring the animal because of the water lifting up and going down the system that was there was a very noisy system. And normally an animal is such that when it wants to drink, then any noise it pulls back. So the man would bring it there, but as the thing is pumping up the water and drinking, and then water is coming in the pond, and the whole system starts again, and he has to bring up water again, then it gets loaded in the pond, up and down it was moving. So the beginning animal that would come, they would hear that noise, and an animal is normal, you just hear one noise, you say, oh, no, animal, stand up, yes, look. And after a while, they're going down, 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 they hear one noise, they all come up. But at that point, after a while, the animal had to be told, if you want to drink, you drink with the noise. Otherwise, you're going to die thirsty. You can wait your whole life for the noise to stop. The noise is not going to stop. In this narration, this is going to be mentioned. At-tahadir min al-fitan. You can wait your whole life for the trial to come to an end. And then to say, at least now things will just go smooth. This world, it never was meant for that. Whether the error was called Khairul Qurun, the best of errors, or it was going to be called Sharrul Umur, the worst of times, fitan would be all. So the wording of the narration is, and think about it, that the greatest that this Ummah ever saw was which error? Was the error of Nubuwa. But in that error of Nubuwa, if you ask, was the 10 years of Makkah Mukarramah ever free of fitan? See, at that time, that fitna was such that just to remain a Muslim was like the height of wilayat. Height. The hijrah was not free of fitna. There was no wealth in the Muslim lands. There was wealth out of the Muslim lands. That is why you had something called hypocrites. That they wanted little, they pulled back again. They saw the Muslims getting rich, they went front. They saw the difficulty, they pulled back. To be mukhlis was very hard. To be munafik was very easy. We today speak about munafik, hypocrite, and we wonder how could you be a hypocrite? But in that era to be not a hypocrite, that was the height of wilayat. We are living in an era, as the hadith mentioned, that you will be taken to task for very big issues. All these small issues will just be made maaf. In that era it was the complete opposite. One error, one mistake 
and you had the stain of you a munafiq. One error. So it was not free of fitan. Allah's Nabi said, Inna hadha al-amra that this matter started. So this is the narration that comes in At-Tahadir min al-fitan. Inna hadha al-amra bada'a nubuwa wa rahmah. That this matter started with nubuwa and it was a mercy for all. Mercy for all. But there was so much of it. He said, ثُمَّ تَكُونُ خِلَافَةً وَرَحْمَةً Another narration will come, خِلَافَ عَلَى مِنْ حَاجِ النُّبُوَةً Then the khilafah established, but it was not free of fitan at all. Full of mercy. But as soon as Abu Bakr radiallahu anh became khalifa, there was open irtidat. That was a fitra in itself. He got everything ready, he put everything under control. Umar radiallahu anh, now it had to be one jamaat going to Rome. One jamaat going to Persia. As the Muslims settled down in the lands of Rome, in the lands of Persia, Umar radiallahu used to be so worried that the Muslims must not become impressed with the lifestyle of the non-Muslim that they see. The Muslim men must not fall in love with the non-Muslim woman. He would pass verdicts and laws. He would say, stay with your wives. You will put the Muslim woman in fitan. And when she will see you marrying those women, then she will want to dress like those women. Because that woman got no Islam. She's a Christian. She's a Jew. That law of modesty which the Muslim woman got, she hasn't got. But when she sees her husband interested in another woman, then she will feel I'll have to behave like her. It's a fitna for the woman. It was never free of fitna. Trials were going to be there. He says, ثُمَّ تَكُونُ مُلْكًا عَدُودًا Another narration, عَضًا then there will be an era where every king will hold on to the rule. So during the Khilafah, no one held on. Abu Bakr radiallahu anh came to the ending. He never left anyone in his family as the next Khalif. For that first era, it was like this is a burden that was put on me. And I'm not going to put the burden on my son. And it was nothing easy in their Khilafah. In Medina Munawara, Khilafah they had nothing easy. How the Shias tried to say that they stole. So in one bayan we gave this. One Ali mentioned what did they steal. There was nothing to steal. They thinking about today's Iran and Iraq and Saudi. There's oil here and there's diamond and it's gold. When the Khilafat stood there was nothing. The Baytul Mal was empty. And the poorest of poor was the Khalifa himself. Poorest of poor. Umar radiallahu anh, already it was established how much you can get. He has to call another mashwara up. He says to Ali radiallahu anh, what is the right of the khalif? So he says he can get some food in the morning and in the evening. He can get some food. That word you can get some food in the morning and evening means he had to be begging, I need some food. He says my business is collapsing because of the burj of the khilafah. It's a little bit in the morning, you can get some food in the evening. There was nothing to steal. Nothing to steal. And even then these khalifs, whatever they took, they recorded. Whatever they took. So when the time of passing away would come, they would say to their son, a certain land that came to me in one of the jihads at the beginning, that land must be sold and everything must be paid back. So even that little that they took, everything went. Khilafah. But fitan, it was never free of fitan. Then came the era of Usman radiallahu anh. 
The era of Usman Radilan, it was called where the doors of fitna opened wide. It was not free. People had to choose. There was so much of talk. So much of stories. Which side are you on? Usman Radilan was martyred. The fitna never came to an end. Now it blew. Now the Muslim Ummah started fighting on the blood of Usman Radilan. Every group was a fitna for the other group now. Because everyone you meet, are you with us, are you against us? Yesterday it was your brother, you were hugging. Today you can't see each other. I am on this side of the army, you are on that side of the army. This ummah was never free of fitna. But in this, Allah made it that there would be three groups. Always when you have fitna, you're going to have two parties. You can have fitna in your house. You can have fitna in a madrasa. You can have fitna out in the business. You can have it on a big scale. To have fitna, you will have three parts. Obviously, A and B have to fight. In group A and in group B, there will be mukhris, sincere people who are fighting for what they feel is the right. And there will be hypocrites. Hypocrites will not be of that level, they are kafir. But a hypocrite sometimes, in that beginning meaning of hypocrite was, that you got stages of nifaq. One is a man who is just following his lust, his nafs, but he uses the word deen. He just needs to show a point. He needs to score one over the other. Or he feels that if I'm in this group here, I can get what I needed, not with that group. But who is the hypocrite? It is between him and his Allah. And who is the mukhlis? That's also between him and Allah. And there is one group who always said, Al-i'tizal min al-fitan. If I can stay out of this whole thing, he would have thought he'll be the most lucky. Because he said, I'm staying out of the fight. Normally husband and wife are fighting. The son say, we're not getting involved. Mommy and daddy can fight. But in this fitna of the ummah, it don't work. Whoever stayed out, all three parties jumped on him. A never like him, because you're not with me. B never like him. And C, who was the hypocrite, hated him the worst. So he got knocked from all sides. No one was going to be scared. This world was going to move with fitna. Then was going to come the time of Mulkan Adudan. That there would be kings. And now compared to the previous where the Khalif now handed it to another family. So Abu Bakr handed it to Umar Umar radiallahu said, I also don't want to hand it. Let somebody else hand it. So he told six, you all make a decision. Let it be handed. It never stayed in a family. Then came the era mulkan adudan, where it was going to be held on. That itself was going to be a fitna. When you try to hold on to something, and when you try to give it off, both ways fitna was going to come. There was no one solution that in this there will be no problem. It was the virasat of this ummah. That every step you take, it had to go with fitna. So one person, example, said, I will save the ummah. I will hand it over to someone out of the family. Fitna would come there. Because his own family would either kill him, because they know he's going to take it out. Or as soon as he hands it over, they appoint someone in his family, and a new war will start. And if he looks at the last that happened, and he said, I will save the ummah. I'll hand it to someone in my family. Then again another fitna will start. So it was going to go with fitna. The animal was told, you will have to drink. 
Either you will be group A, but you'll never know if you're on the right. You will be on group B, you still won't know if you are right. But if you got ikhlas, then Allah will resurrect you as such. You will be rewarded for every step and effort you make, even if it was in the wrong direction. That was called the ikhtilaf in this ummah is a mercy also. If you are a hypocrite, whether you are on the group A, which in the ending comes out to be right, or group B, you will have a problem. And in al-i'tizal min al-fitan, which was always the safest, you try to stay out, you're still not going to be safe. One group will accuse you that are you not standing? Abdullah bin Abbas radiallahu when a battle was taking place, now Muslims are fighting Muslims. So from the beginning he said, I want out. So some people came and taught, taunted him. And he said, will you not stand up to fight against fitan? He said, my whole life we fought against fitna. Fitna was kufr. And we only stopped fighting when fitna came to an end. He said, here you are asking me to fight to make fitna. We fought the fitna. But again, they would, the thing would never stop. It's going to carry on. So you would have mulk and adud and they held on to it. And in holding on there was a fitna. If the man who they handed over the rule to, but he was a son, or he was a grandson, or he was a nephew, it was going to come with his fitna. And whoever studied tariq will see. When the one brother is going to die, then either his brother will become the inheritor, or his son has to become. So as soon as the time of death comes, it's a new fitna. The brother wants his right. So the khalif calls the brother, and he says that, I know my father promised it to you after me. And then he takes out a sword. He says, but I'm sure you won't mind if I give it to my son, isn't it? That was fitna. So that man, if he says, I'll mind, then you won't survive till tomorrow. And if he says, I don't mind, he'll be lying because he does mind. He's been dreaming about it so long. Even if he handed it over to the son and this man said, make the pledge of allegiance. As soon as the khalif would die, this one would maybe poison that one. Or have someone to do it. Or someone would accuse. It was not going to be free from fitan. Look at this world. This narration is to show at-tahvir min al-fitan. You love this world. This world is like a witch. Even if you're good in this world, it bites you. Even if you're good. This is not a world to enjoy. Because it's only fight and argument and hatred, hasad and jealousy. The fleshy car doesn't mean a lovely lifestyle. Whoever got wealth is jealous of the one who got. Who looks at the other one, why you don't like me? So the person got wealth. One side he hates the person on this side of him. Because he always thinks that one is envious of me. Jealous of me. So he doesn't like him. And he doesn't like the man on the other side who's wealthier than him. Because he says why he got so much. So he's sitting in the middle. He hates the one who got more. He hates the one who got less. This is this world. Mulk and adud and it wasn't going to end. ثُمَّ تَكُونُ جَبَرِيَّةً وَعُطُوًّا وَفَسَادًا فِي الْأَرْضِ Nabi Sallallahu said that's not the end. Then it was going to become so bad. When this era came we will not know. So many scholars wrote that we found that era. Mullah Ali Qari Rahimullah in his time he wrote I found the era. When now rule was Jabariyah, that the rulers are the biggest of zalims, utuwan, and most stubborn against the deen of Allah, wa fasadan fil ard, corruption in the lands, 
So if Mullah Ali Qari thought he saw it, we would have told him, see what we saw after that. He would never have dreamt that Muslim leaders would one day be doing what we saw in this. And it could get even worse. It could get even worse. The narration then said, Yastahillun al-Harir. What everyone knew was haram for men would now become halal. It would start with silk or it would start with khamar. Another narration mentions, Awwal ma yukfa, yani al-khamru. That the first thing whose law will be changed by the leaders. First thing whose law will be changed, al-khamr. Kama yukfa ul-ina. He said, how I cup. Sometimes the child just hits it. And the whole law is like wiped out. Everything in the cup is spilt. He said, awwal ma yukfa. First thing which will be knocked. Aisha radiallahu anha asked this thing that after Allah made so much bayan of it, how can it be left? That no one remembers that Qamar is haram. We lived in that era where you would go to a masjid in a Muslim land and opposite the masjid you would see everyone drinking. Turkey was one. Allah's father, perhaps you may never see it, ask those that went in Jamaat 15 years ago. They never thought Turkey will go through a revolution like what it's going through now. They would enter a masjid empty and they would see opposite the masjid full the bar. All the Muslims would be there. They would drink like anything. Pakistan was known as a drunk state. Drunk. Today Allah is making it that realization again of what is khamar. I was with one friend Recently, a few days ago, he told me one worker came to him. Such a good worker. That he showed him some plans and he told him that you'll do this wiring. He said, he said I never knew wiring before. But he learned it so fast. He's master in the game. He says, but in the ending I had to tell him I can't keep you. He says, because three days in the week is no-no. Meaning it's Friday. Friday he works a little bit half day. But once Friday night comes, then he's gone. So Friday night, Saturday night. Then if it's a bad week, then it's a Sunday also he needs rest. And it's a Monday, then Tuesday he's pitching up. He'll come on Tuesday and he'll do so much of work that will cover up for everything. Like, But he's only working not to get money to buy for next week the booze. But to pay the debts of the previous month of his booze. Meaning he's already drinking on credit. So whatever he earns and he gets paid, immediately he goes, he pays, and he says, can I get another one? And he's living on credit. That man could be like the richest man in the world if he wants to. But when he got knocked with that khamar, that one thing became the center of his life. Money in, money out. Money in, money out. You'll never understand what that narration meant. Jumma'ul ith. What was mentioned, Allah saved your ummah, fitrat was given milk, saved you from khamar, until you see a nation involved in khamar. Awwal ma yukfaw, how it was turned. So, Jabariya, yastahillun al-harira wal-khumura wal-furuja. They will make halal silk, they will make halal lika wal-furuj. And what was known as the private part of a woman, which was always the most honored. And if a man even took that name, others felt upset. 
But a time, he said, will come when your leaders will be the ones who will have them all over the show. And we saw that in the Muslim man. You will never think that you would see an Arab and sometimes he would be wearing his kurta also. Because for them, the kurta was not a thing of deen. The kurta was a dress, traditional dress. When I was young, we took a trip to Egypt. So at that time, where we understood, like, you want to go on the Nile cruise. And for us, it was a thrill, like, you'll see a crocodile. There was no crocodiles there. That main thing of that cruise was belly dancing. Belly dancing. Allah's father, at that time, already we had to. So much we had, although we weren't in the madrasa, but so much we could it. But it, what shocked me at that time, because it was my first trip overseas, I was young. The word Arab for me always meant pious auntie. That's an Arab like. And on that sub, like if someone tells you, you're Arabs. Like, so you knew a belly dancer, you thought American woman. You never think an Arab. Arab. But then when we travel later on in the world, we realize that America became Arabian like. They would do worse than even the ones that we would see on Hollywood and Bollywood. يَسْتَحِلُّونَ الْحَرِيرِ وَالْخُمُورِ وَالْفُرُوجِ Everything they would make halal. Look at this chapter, but التَّحْذِيرِ مِنَ الْفِتَنِ At that time you would have thought when the Muslim leader and the Muslim leaders will open up halal in the entire world, Almighty Allah's punishment will fall upon them like how it fell on Ad and Samud. Nabi Sallallahu said, فَيُرْزَقُونَ عَلَىٰ ذَٰلِكَ وَيُنْصَرُونَ Despite the seer, they will still enjoy their sustenance. And they will continue getting what we will call divine aid. Meaning the enemy will not manage to take over them. Or if there's good Muslims who want to topple them, they won't manage. And there were many who tried. And always they caught them. And money came to them from every side. The gold was coming, the diamonds were coming, the oil was coming. فَيُرْزَقُونَ عَلَىٰ ذَٰلِكَ وَيُنْصَرُونَ حَتَّى يَلْقُوا اللَّهِ Until they reach Allah. When they reach Allah, they will understand it was nothing but a fitna. What the end of the narration wanted to show is when we hear fitna, we normally think war. That's a fitna. But war is that fitna that if you good in it, you are getting shahada. We think of sickness, that's a fitna. We think of a girl coming in front and we say, haram, that's a fitna. Sometimes in life you see everything going right. That is the biggest fitna. When everything is going right, but you are doing wrong. And man loses the thought because the normal would have been if the mother slaps the child, the child learns, what am I doing? But if a time comes where the mother says, I let him do what he wants. It is called one of the biggest fitness. فَيُرْزَقُونَ وَيُنْصَرُونَ عَلَىٰ ذَلِكُ We'll just leave them. And that's what happened to many countries in the Muslim world. What a fitna it was. They went wild. And no one could stand up against them. They enjoyed wealth like you can never believe. At that time it would come that the wealthiest man in the world would always be one Muslim, the king of Brunei. Although it was never the truth, the wealthiest man in the world was not him. It was one of those Rothschild or Rockefeller. But those people, they don't have textbooks also. 
There's no tax they pay. So if you don't pay tax, you can't be the richest in the world. So they like, they're happy not to be known as the richest because if you are rich, you must pay so much. This poor guy of Brunei, he said, I'm so rich. And then they took away so much of tax. That group got no, there's no tax taken from that group. But they are the richest. But how they showed the world, the king of Brunei, and they went for tours around what he has. How many animals and tigers, and you wonder when you look at it, there's so much of wealth in the Muslim world. فَيُرْزَقُونَ وَيُنْصَرُونَ Whoever tried to topple them also could not manage. حَتَّى When they will find the Allah, then they will understand it was nothing but Al-Fitan. This narration showed whichever stage in the path you saw. Whether you saw Nubuwa, you had to be ready for Fitna. If you saw Khilafah, there was its Fitna. If you saw the era after where the king made sure his own family became, it was going to be a Fitna. And if you saw the hard times where the leader was oppressive, Fasad fil ardi, he spread dirt and filth in the lands. If you tried to stand up, he would have you killed immediately. Also fitna. Hatta One narration then ends it. And then he says, Summa takunu khilafa ala minhajin nubuwa. Right at the ending again will stand up that khilafat on the system of nubuwa, which we understand to be the Mehdi. But again it will come with its fitna. Again it will come. Meaning what? That many of us we saying, just make sabr, just make sabr until the Mehdi comes. Soon as the Mehdi comes means it will be. The help of Allah will just fall. The madrasas will open up. The armies will just move around. Kufar will come to the ground. I will just sit back, I'll relax, I'll pick up my phone and say, I want five slave girls, I want seven slave girls. <laughs> it will never happen. The closer you go to the day of the Dajjal showing himself, the stronger and the harder the fitna will become. In the era of the Mehdi, like how I said, in the era of the beginning, Nubuwa, it was not free of fitan. That era also had hypocrites. That era also had people who fell to the ground. That era had people who said, I will stay firm, but who was it? It was the one who had to say, Ahad, Ahad, while they were dragging him on the sands. How that zamana saw fitna, the ending will also see fitna. The era of the Mahdi has never given a guarantee it will be free of fitna. There will be hypocrites, there will be kafirs, there will be tests and trials. At-tahvir min al-fitna means understand that the tests are going to come to an end. When you die, no. After the angels ask you in the grave and you answer, then they'll tell you, okay, rest now until qiyamah. But until that man rabbuka question is asked, be ready for fitna. That person who understands will understand this wording. Someone came to complain to Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu that the Muslim leader is so terrible. He said, make sabr. He said, because I heard from Allah's Nabi whatever is, the next is going to be even more hard. Whatever is, the next is going to be hard. While you in madrasa, enjoy it. If ever you want to complain, the answer is make sabr. Because the next is not going to be easy. You're just waiting, I'll graduate, I'll graduate, then I'll be free. Go in the free world. Whoever we meet, you will see that person saying, I wish I could come back into a prison. I wish. It's not so easy out in the free world. And when the bigger fitans come, the bigger trials come, man will always say, yesterday was so easy.
My father never had to see the phone like I have to see it. He never had a computer like what I got. Even if he wanted to see porn, he couldn't see it like me. So the child will say to his father, Daddy, you don't know what I'm going through. That girl will say, that mother will say, I went to school. I also met your father in school. We gave one, two small kisses, but that's all. My mommy said, you can't marry for the next five years. The daughter will say, Mommy, this is not your schooling. Yeah, you can't manage five days. He said, make sabr because the next era is going to be even harder. It's not going to be easy. At-tahadir min al-fitan. If you want to drink water, you will have to learn to drink water with the noise. From today, make it. That you can't wait for the time where it's clear. There will be no clear day. It's going to come and it's going to come harder. You have to be strong. And if every time the man says, I'll change tomorrow, I'll change tomorrow. We'll ask that addict to porn, addict to cigarettes, the addict to liquor, when are you going to leave it? You say, just, I need one, two more months. Then I'm going to leave it. At-tahadir min al-fitan. After two months, it's going to be even worse. What the porn is showing today, two months later, they'll show even worse. Whoever wants to drink clean water will have to drink it while the noise is carrying on. There is no coming to an end of the fitna. Until man rabbuka. Until that day may Allah tabarakallah make that we have to walk. Walk straight, walk clean. Choose your path whether it's to be of group A as long as you got ikhlas. Or group B but have ikhlas. Or B of that group says al-i'tizal min al-fitan. I don't want to be in group A and group B. The main thing is do not be a hypocrite. Do not use the name of Islam for your own maqsad to score points. To show somebody else a point. To hit somebody else. To show my jamaat is stronger, your jamaat is weaker. Islam is not a game. That every person plays as though mine. Mr. Shah Hakeem Muhammad Akhtar Sahib Rahimullah, he said this. He said one Patan. Patans normally are like very strong people. Many of the Patans are from the Bani Israel. So the Patans, they got a lot of ghayrat for their deen. A lot of ghayrat. Sometimes they overdo it also. Example, their parada is not Islamic parada. A lot of times we say this in the world. The Patan's parada is not Islamic parada. So if someone sees what a Patan is doing and he says the Muslim is, no, no, Patan does this. It's not always, it's jazba, but it's not always. A Patan example, he wants to get his wife, daughter married. So she has to get married. But it hurts him like that. Tonight one boy is going to touch my daughter. But he got that girl married to the person. But he's just like, that's a patan. So they mention one patan got his daughter married, and then that night then you go sleep with your husband. But it happened wherever they were sleeping, there was no water arrangement. So in the morning that poor guy had to come and was make husal. Now the way you're gonna go. So the easiest place is to go to your father in law's house. Patan you are. You don't ask a patan on the first night, I need water. So he came there and he said, What are you doing here? He said, Husal. He became so upset, like, what are you trying to tell me? Like, <laughs> so he killed him. <laughs> killed the person in law. Someone says, like, this, he says, that's Patan. That's got nothing to do with Islam. This Patan. So this Patan saw someone, he spat towards the Qibla. Like how some people have. He spat towards the Qibla. So he got Josh of Gaira. And he gave him, what a hard slap. Must have been a Hindu or something. The whole face like turned. He said, this is my Qibla. This is my life. 
Don't you dare ever think you can do this again. One time later, the Hindu saw the Patan. He was spitting towards the Qibla. So the Hindu looked at him and he said, like, You gave me such a hard shot. He said, My Qibla. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I say. That there's no My Islam also. Do not be hypocritical. Don't score points with Islam. If you want to be on group A, group A, group B, group B. Al-i'tizal min al-fitan, stay out of the fitna. Whichever party you are, be with ikhlas, because there's a lot of fitna in the world. Allah tawarukullah, save us from all fitan. Allah tawarukullah, keep us clean. Allah take us clean. Wa akhiru da'wana, alhamdulillah.